Robert Imbriali back with a business tip. Oh, I'm excited. Some pictures from Marie Boisson. Oh. Yes, what else? What else do we have? And also, we are going to talk about Powerpole certification. Oh, very important. Yeah. And that amazing offer that you only see at Powercraft TV. Only here. Let's watch. So today I'm on the other side of the table and I'm going to show you a very cool tutorial. It's actually very easy for you to make this. It is fast, it, it very inexpensive and has multiple purposes. This is nails that I have here in front of me. I actually have made over a dozen of them. I have in my house, I have in my Airbnbs. Uh, they are good sellers because they're they are low price point. You can sell them at $25, $35. They fly off the shelf. You can have them in your garden. You can uh, repurpose things that you have at home, like scraps of fabric, like paper, uh, many, many ways of doing and moving from them. And I, I know you're going to have fun making them, no doubt about that. Like I said, it's easy, it's fast, it's the kind of, I call them buffer projects, right? Because we always have those very intricate and complicated projects that we are working on because we are always trying to, to go to the next level with our skills and sometimes they take long, they take a lot of thinking. This is mindless. You make one, you make a 10 of them. But what I want you to pay attention to is not the project per se, but what can be done. So I just mentioned you can decorate, you can sell, but think about classes. If you're going to give a class that lasts an hour, an hour and a half, this is a great project for you to do that. But think beyond that as well. When you're starting as a certified instructor for Pavel Paul, you want to get the name out, right? You want to be able to show people uh, what you're doing, how you're doing, and what can be done if they join a class with you. And one way you can do that is going to guilds. You can go to libraries. You can go to universities that have continuing education. They're always looking for instructors to do a quick project, usually around an hour, two hours, right? This is perfect for that. What happens? For example, if I uh, submit the, these uh, cute snails to a university here that has a continuing education program, they will schedule me for spring, winter, whenever they, they, have, they have classes all year long. I go there, I spend an hour and a half or two, I teach them something that you know for sure everybody will accomplish the good result, which is very important for this type of course, right? They're going to get excited. Many times you have the opportunity to say you give other classes in other places, sometimes not, but they still know your name and know how to look for your social media and you get to start getting the doors open to other possibilities for you to get classes. And of course, many of these places will also pay you to give those classes. We continue in education, that's what happens. If you go to a guild, usually you do that for free, but it's still, you have a very interesting group of people watching what you're doing and then you can have later the conversation of I have more elaborate pieces and I'm, I, I give classes at my home or wherever you're giving class. So have that in mind when you're looking at what I'm making here. Okay, now what do you need to get started? Basic component, the sheet of aluminum foil, right? You're going to, to know, to, to need a few of them. I already buy them pre-cut in a, in a local grocery store here. I like 
to use them. The other thing you're going to need, as in most projects that you uh, deals with PowerPoint, is the masking tape, right? The masking tape is a must here. I'm going to be using mostly transparent PowerPoint, which I have in a small container, which you should have at home as well, so you're not contaminating or air drying the basic tub that you have. And I'm going also to use a little bit of white in one project. You could use the transparent, we'll see there. Uh, but basically, oh, and a wire. The wire uh, is to do the little antennas that the, you know, the antennas that the uh, snail has. I'm using here an 18. I could use a 16. It stays in place really well. Uh, can you use a 20? Yes, you can. It's a little thinner, so you may move a little if people touch too much, but you're fine. Use whatever you have at home. Now, in the second project here, I'm going also to be using alcohol inks and um, a container with alcohol to make life easy, okay, uh, and a brush. You can also use uh, some yarn to decorate your, your snail. I'm going to be using some scraps of cotton fabric, the same type that you use for quilting, and a hot glue. So basically, that's what we need to get started. So next, I'm going to start with the project. Isn't that cool? Okay, so let me get started with the aluminum foil. We are going to make a small snail, right, for the sake of time here. So what do you do every time you start a project? You crunch that paper, right? And I want to crunch this paper, this paper, this aluminum foil, and already start giving kind of the shape. So my snail will have his head up. It's, I think it's cute. Uh, let's go a little bigger than that. Okay, I think this size is about what we need. So I give a very basic shape, which is basically a triangle, and then the head on top. Of course, you can, if you're going to make a ton of them for your home or for your garden, you can have one going with the head really close to the floor, almost fat, flat, um, others trying to go up something. You can play with this a lot. So if you look here, we already have kind of the basic shape, right? The snails, they, they have the column here that usually stands up a little, and then they flatten so they can walk, right? They can move around. So I use a wooden tool to kind of give that. And I'm running here. Remember one thing, if you're giving a class, you're going to take your time, you're going to babysit your students, so it's a, you're going to go a lot slower than I'm going here, right? Don't forget that. So with my fingers, I start shaping the snail better and make it harder, at the aluminum a lot harder. Okay, I want those things that move, I don't know how they are called, going out of the body here. Uh, the head, this kind of tool is really good to work with the aluminum. You can flatten a lot of parts, uh, you can smoothen the, the parts as well. I'm going to do those flaps here on the side. Okay. Cute little guy. Basically, look, I have the shape here already. 
Very easy. Now, they have that shell on top of them, right? So let's make that shell now. Another piece of foil. You crunch that. And this one, I can oversize. I'm not trying to do anything that is uh, very realistic, right? It's, it's a fun character. I, I, you know, the reason I like snails, I really don't like them in my garden. I really don't like that. But I think they're very funny creatures outside my garden. And it always reminds me of the movie The Labyrinth with the, with the little snail. Oh, the missus is home. Come have a cup of tea. Come inside. Have a cup of tea. So you can make those two. Okay, so the... The shell here also has some dents that you work with the tool, see? Same thing on the other side. So you, you try to get that spiral format that he has. Doesn't have to be just some, I do some dance actually, and I'm happy with that because it always gives the idea, and that's what I'm looking for. And then what I do is position on the place I'm going to put that, and then mold it so it stays in the body. I'm not going to glue that right now because I'm going to cover them in different ways. So you have now, look how cute. I mean, it's just the aluminum, right? We still have work to do, but uh, we have the basic shape. Then the masking tape, you're going to cover all of your piece with that. Uh, it, it is better when you put the power pole, as you probably already know. Also makes the, the piece as a whole stronger. So you want to use that masking tape as much as, as you can. And you don't run the risk of the product uh, if somebody comes with the nail and does like this on your paint. It's not going to, to ruin if he has the masking tape, okay? With the aluminum, it could get out. They could get some of the paint out. So you don't want that. And these things, they are magnets for kids, right? So if kids see them around the house, they will touch it. Okay. This is small ones I don't do for the garden. But you can make a big one like I have on the table and put it in the garden. Great companion. Okay, see, it's, like I, I told you, it's a super fast project if you're doing it on your own and you're, you're thinking about participating in a, in a market, a farmer's market, a bazaar, uh, holidays, bazaars and stuff like that, you really can crank 20, 30 of them in one afternoon. And they will all look different at the end or not if you want them to look the same. You can make them, <laughs> with the colors of whatever holiday is next, like St. Patrick's, uh, Christmas, Easter, and use them in different situations. Okay, this one is almost covered. Doo -doo -doo. Almost there, almost there. So I have another snail here that I have already covered that I want to show you one more possibility later. But let's first finish this first one. So I have here 95% of it already covered with the masking tape. 
what I do, of course, you, you touch every place of the masking tape so it really gets together between itself, right? And then you go back to the places where you can accentuate the feature with your tool to make sure you don't lose that. And one thing I always do also with these here, they, they usually are flatter here on the right because they come from the floor and come with the head. I go with my tool and I make some bumps because they have an uneven membrane here and I want to mimic that a little bit. So I do that after I put the masking tape. And then I cover the shell as well. Now this first one we are going to to use fabric to cover that. So any you can play with any textile that you have. Natural fibers uh, always work really, really well, especially if you plan to put outside in the garden. But you can if, if it's going to stay inside the house, most things will work unless they have a lot of plastic in their composition because it doesn't stick to plastic. Okay, so basically done. Need some smoothing here. I'm not going to, to waste a lot of time doing this because I just want you to see the process. So if you're making your own at home, you know, take a good chunk of time here to make sure you have all the creases that you want, that the, the tape is in the right place. It's not poking out, but I still have the creases I wanted for the spiral. So this is good. Okay, so first part totally done. Next, we are going to cover. How do we cover? Very, very simple. So get scraps of fabric that you have at home. Cotton is very cool to, to work with. And I, I just do a rough shape of what I need with my guy here. Right, I, I don't use patterns or anything. I, I go with the piece of paper or fabric and I see how much I need to cover. So for example, I have a lot of leftover here. I can come and cut without fear. I'll have enough, I do. Uh, I also have a lot of fabric to cover the bottom. So I can cut a good chunk here. Okay, I, I still could cut more, like here on the tail, I'm going to cut a chunk more. If you want to try to make a pattern, go for it, but every single one comes a little different. And then I can cover the front here, it's all good to go, right? So that's all I need, I can play with this now. So I get my, trans this one I'm going to use the transparent power pole because I want to keep the color of the, the textile as a whole. I don't have a lot here, so you want to cover really well. Remember to, when you put on the, on the textile, to massage the textile. Don't, don't overdo or dump the, the fabric inside the pot. That's not the way to do it. It needs to get inside, especially if you're going to put in the garden. You want to make sure you massage and massage. This is very, very important because then it goes to the fibers inside. You know, this uh, the cotton is a tight weave fabric, uh, so it's thick, right? You have to be patient here. 
I'm going to be a little more patient at home than what I'm going to be here. Because again, you just need to see this is not an end product. I'm not going to sell this or anything. Probably is going to my home again with the other ones. So we have a nice family of snails. But you cover all that. And right now, it doesn't look good, right? But once it dries, it dries transparent. So it's going to be the same fabric you saw before. Again, if this is going to the garden, spend your time covering with the power pole a lot. Massage very well because you don't want to leave an open spot for water to get in later. I'm going to start with the uh, head here because that's the point that I can have an issue if I use too much for the tail. Okay, so I make sure I can cover everything. And I leave usually these two creases here because they have that membrane that comes out that looks like that as well. And then I cover everything. And the tail, I can leave a little bit longer than what I have with the masking tape, no problem. I can twist, make something funny with it. Okay, make sure. Everything is sticking. You can even, if you have any, uh, if you have an extra, I can create leftover uh, folds here. They will look like the bo the body of the snail is very interesting, right? So you can play more with this. Okay, uh, I'm going to put a little bit more puppy paw here to make sure. Everything is covered. And then I do the same. Okay, I'm going to leave, like I said, here at the front I like to leave these membranes. So they look almost like the little antlers they have. Okay. Okay, so this is the the body. Okay, and now I do the same in another color with the shell. So I look how much I need to cover. Okay, think more or less here. I cut a piece. See, it's uh, frustration free if you're thinking about giving classes, becoming a certified PowerPoint instructor, because it's important. You always have a student that complains they're not creative and they don't know how to do anything and everything they do come out ugly. They, they already come with that, that mindset to your class. It's quite common. So you want to have, a, in this case, the first introduction, a very a project that has no way of coming out wrong. I mean, it's a snail. They, they, they change the form. Every time they walk, they try to go into a plant, right? So whatever comes out here is going to work. And then they don't get frustrated. They get excited that they finally made something they like, even though, you know, you have some of those that will say, I don't like it very much. But they, they, they are happy at the end, and that's what you want. And that's the perfect opportunity for, for them. You say, you know, we can, we can move to the art part of it and create figures and you can use t-shirts and, and they are going to get really excited for attending your next class. And how you, that's how you start your teaching business as a certified instructor. Okay. Okay, 
I, I could even cut a little bit more of this fabric here, but no need. Since I have a lot of Paverpol here, it's very wet, I can just put this on top. I may have to adjust because there's more fabric than I had before. But you see, I don't need the hot glue or anything to put them together. If I give them enough time, they are going to get together really well, and I don't need to glue that later. Let me close this well. So uh, you can come here with your tool and make sure those creases are here and adjust. But again, the formant itself tells you the story of what it is, and this one you're not going for perfection here. What's missing here? The two little antennas that they have. Get your uh, wire with a plier cut two pieces that you think. You know, you can cover them in, in fabric as well. I did that with several. But with copper, I think copper is very pretty. So the last few times I just leave the copper showing. I don't do anything else. But if you want, you can cover with the. I, I get this jewelry plier, and I'm going to do the curve that the antenna has once or twice on both of them. And then I, I usually just poke a hole here on the head, just a little bit. Okay, and now I come with a hot glue. You know, I could coat in power pole and leave it there, but it's, it's going to be more secure if I do the hot glue now. And I insert, let it dry. My fingers are really sticky at the moment, so it's making the process a little harder. But it's, as you see, it's very easy. And then put on this one. And later, you can come and adjust the position of your uh, antenna here. So it is ready. You can add things to here. So for example, let me just clean my fingers a second. So I have some fingers to work with. And I can add, for example, you may be thinking, oh, the, the shell could be better, right? So I can come, <clears throat> sorry, I can come here with some Copic pens, for example, and, and draw the, the spiral, would look really good. Or I can come with fiber or with any yarn, like this one is a beautiful yellow. And what I can do is either coat them in Paverpol or I can just glue with the hot glue and make the spiral here. So what I'm going to do is cut in half, so I have our both sides. Go to the transparent again. I like the yellow, so I'm keeping that. I think I'm one of the few people that actually like it, likes yellow. Most people don't. Okay, and then I add to the piece and make the spiral for my snail. 
Okay, and I do the same thing on the other side. So you can see here the finished piece, right? I just need to add this to the other side. We need to let it dry so we can actually see the end result for this guy, okay? But look, it is a snail and it is fun. So next, I'm going to show you how to work with paper. Start your journey with PowerPal today. Here on my table, I have a special offer for you. Let's get closer. So the first product is the PowerPal Gray. You can make so many projects with this product. The next one is the Josephine Varnish, uh, the matte one. So this product will give to your project a matte finish. It's really, really great, especially if you are thinking about to put your project outside. Um, and the other, the other product is the Power Scrub Green Color. This will give more color in life to your project. So all those three products would normally cost you $48. But just because you are watching the show today, it's gonna be just $37.95. Yeah, $37.95. And when you get those products, I will give to you for free this beautiful guy here, a small armature for you to start a new project with this. Let's go to powerpaulamerica.com and get yours. Don't forget to save me that kit. I want that. It's so cool. Yes, we can create so many things with the power scrub and the power Paul gray. You got to have it too. It's a must. Well, we are ready to go to the second part of the tutorial. Don't forget that as you see the snail coming alive, you can make changes there. Like, for example, putting very big eyes on the snails. Yes, they look super cool. It adds a lot of personality. So start thinking about the things you can change in this tutorial. But let's learn how it's done. Okay, so you already saw how we cover with fabric, which is really not different than you do with other pieces. I just want to show you how to do with paper because that's another kind of snail that tells a different kind of story, right? Now, so ideally I would use newspaper paper. And the reason is it's very malleable, it's very light, and it, it, it gives a very good end result. But since I want to leave this transparent, the newspaper that I have at hand only has offers and that is not great. My second option would be to rip uh, the paper of a book because they are also very light and it's very interesting with the words, right? But I don't have that in the studio. So we went with magazines, right? The, the thing with magazines is that the paper is, is a better paper, it's a heavier paper. And sometimes it creases a little bit more, it gives you a harder time. But because when you put the power pole, it, it, it really wets the paper, it's still very malleable for you to work with. So that's exactly what we are going to do. Um, for you to have an idea, wetting paper to make sculptures is nothing new. There is a type of origami that uses exactly that, just wet paper that they crunch and they mold however they want, and you, you have amazing sculptures coming out of that technique. So what we are going to do here is the same thing I'm going to do on both sides. So I actually get the paper to be more malleable. I, I ball the cut of my paper and I'm going to allow to have a whole strip here. You might want to do more of a patchwork when you're doing what yours. That would work great as well. And then I go 
from top to bottom, putting on my guy here, right? And you see, because it's getting wetter, it's, it's being a little bit easier to manipulate and actually get the shape of my guy here. Can go a little bit to the back and I can even twist the tail here. Even put it up if I want to give it another twist to my snail. Okay. And I'm working on a plastic surface that is really convenient to work with. Here I can rip a little bit so I can go into curves just like you would do with fabric when you're sewing, right? So you give a little clip and you put the piece on and then you add. And you, you can see already that the results are interesting. Um, I'm going to put some here. Now, I do like organic pieces, right? I never look for perfection in them. I don't try to be extremely realistic with my pieces. That's my style. If you like a more realistic approach, you're just going to take the time to achieve that, okay? I like the piece to tell a story. That's what I'm going for. And I live by the the motto of you don't have to get it perfect, you have to get it going. Uh, because the search for perfection can keep you stuck. So you, you need to find your own balance. Okay, look, I like the, the results that with the words. And of course, if I had planned ahead a lot this before, I maybe would have a vintage book where, I don't know if I could rip the pages, I would feel guilty, but I would go that route and have meaningful words showing. Here, I don't even know what's written on this magazine here. But you can make it a lot more interesting by also allowing to have certain words show more than the others. This paper is allowing me uh, to work right with the paper and putting on the piece, nothing else. There are some, like if you try a decoupage with napkins, that you will have to, to be a lot more careful not to rip the, the, the thing. Because it's a very soft paper, very easy to rip. Okay, here. I'm not going to do the bottom right now because you, you really don't need to see. It's exactly the same thing. Let's move ahead here. I can cover this bottom later. I just need a little bit here on the body, right? Just a tiny bit, and then this part is done. Now, with the top, I wanted to do something different. So we are going to play a little bit with the uh, alcohol inks. Okay, that's it for this guy. Again, at home, you will have to cover the bottom as well. I don't want to do that now, so we can move ahead. But imagine when it's dry, it's going to be very, very interesting. 
with all these words. And now we are going to add the top right here. So this top, I already exactly the same thing with the aluminum foil, the masking tape, but I did put white power ball on it instead of the transparent to cover a little bit more of the yellowish of the, the masking tape. And I could, at home probably, I would give another coat before doing this next step. So I'm putting some hot glue here. This guy is not going to go outside, no issues with that. But what happens now, if we just decorate a little bit with the alcohol inks, they, they are very interesting. They, for me, they give, they give more of a mystical look than acrylic because they don't cover the same way. And you can play a lot with that. Of course, here we have such a tiny piece here that uh, there's not much we can do, but you can get the idea, and that's what's really important. So with alcohol inks, a, a crucial component, of course, is the alcohol uh, because it will uh, tell you the end result. So I'm going to start with the blue, and I put a just a drop or two on my plastic thing. And then I have a container with alcohol that I am going to wet my piece with that. And also my brush, if I find my brush. Oh, here it is. So I'm going to wet with alcohol my brush as well. And I come, grab that alcohol ink, and I put around, not paying much attention, anything but look how for me it is like ethereal kind of look now let me come with a, a stronger color and do exactly the same thing I will wet my thing again and ooh, look look how cool very, very fun little guy. And I can even try a metallic one I have here. Let me see if I can see the color of this one. I think this is the gold. No, this is silver. Let me see if I have a gold here. I have a copper. Interesting color. Let's see. And you see I, I don't need to wash my brush or anything. Another very fast and very rewarding uh, thing to do if you think about people and you want to please them in their first experience, so they come and get your courses and then they, they want to move from there. Uh-huh, look. And here he goes, a fun little guy. I already did the antennas. I did the antennas and I already lost them. There is one here, same thing. Uh, you poke a hole. I lost one, so let's make another one really quick. And another one here. I poke first, it's very easy, and then with this, it puts some glue. And wait for that to dry. Okay, now I'll come back in a second with the pieces dry so you can see the end result. But you see, 
I really hope you, you got that teaching this to people when you have an introductory kind of class, like continuing education in your local university, uh, you have the guilds to go, you have churches to go, you have senior centers, community centers, all those places, they are always looking for something fun and useful to teach to their audience. And this is a great one because it's, again, frustration proof. You're not going to have those people saying, I'm not good at anything, I cannot do art, I cannot draw a sticky figure. Anybody will end up with a fun piece to go. So try that. A special offer time for you. Here on my table today, I have Paul Gray um, in the Josephine Varnish Matte Finish in the Power Scrub Green color. Those products, normally it's $48, but just because you are watching the, the show today, just because you are here with us, it is gonna be $37.95. Yeah, $37.95. Just go to powerpawamerica.com, get yours and start your new project. And when you get yours, I will give it to you. This is Mall Armature for free. Yeah, a special offer for you, $37.95 for the three products and the small armature for free. Start your journey. Okay, now everything comes together, right? And we are about to have an infestation of snails, but the good kind, right? The kind that is part of the decor, that is a good gift, and of course, a cool piece for you to sell as well. So let's dive into part number three. Okay, here it is. Two more snails have joined my snail gang. Look at here. So this one was the first one, now it's dry, that I made with the fabric. Little cute creature, right? Uh, it's, it's a fun one. And then look at how interesting this one became. I actually like this quite a bit, and I think it's a great idea, especially, for example, children. They would love to play with this. So here it goes. Go make many, many snails. It's so exciting to watch all these tutorials and learn more and more about how you can use PowerPoint products. Remember, we have a special offer for you today. Here on my table, I have PowerPoint Gray 500 grams, the Josephine Varnish, and the Power Scrub Green Color. So those three products, it's normally $48, but just because you are watching the show today and learning so much and you are here with us until the end, so it's gonna be for you $37.95. $37.95. When you get this product, I'm gonna give to you for free this little guy here. This is small armature for you to start a new, brand new project. So go to powerpoamerica.com and get yours. Ta-da! Time for the inspiration yeah. gallery. I'm That's, excited for this time. Right? It's yeah. really exciting. People are sending so many pictures of what they are creating, and mm -hmm. this is so fun. So today we have a couple of pictures from Marie Boisseau. I hope I'm saying your name right. Yeah. But the, the pieces are very cool. So let's take a look at the first one. Look at that. Oh. I, I assume it's a fairy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cute. Those wings are gorgeous. 
gorgeous. gorgeous. I'm assuming that she used um, power pole bronze. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe some doilies she had at home. Who mm -hmm. knows, right? Yeah. It's very cool. It's very cool to see. And then she has another picture that is very interesting. Very interesting picture Let's there. Check out. Look at this. Ooh. Perfect for the house. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I think with the bronze. It, this is exciting. Thank you it so is. much, Marie, for sending. Send, send over more. Actually, everybody can send us pictures for, for, from their work because it doesn't matter if you're a beginner, if you're a very experienced artist, if you're a professional. Yeah, we want to see what you are creating. So send more pictures for us. We'll be more than glad to show on the show here today. So thank you, Marie, and send us more. We want to show more of your work. So as you watch Powercraft TV every week and as you try new techniques, you start feeling that motion inside your body saying you, oh, you need to do more, make more. And then that voice in your head that you should be sharing this with more people, yes? Because it makes you happy. It's going to make a lot of people happy. So the natural progression of this is for you to become a certified instructor, yes. Depending on the country that you are, you have people that can help you get to that. But Jessica has a message for you. I have a question for you. Have you ever thought about being a power pole instructor? If not, it's time to think about your certification process. Yeah, here on our platform, we have the right course for you to become a power pole instructor. So I want to talk to you about three things today. The first one, when you start your power pole um, certification process, you have to create your own piece. Today, here on my table, I have some examples of projects that you can do using power pole. For example, this little bug here, um, they for sure used power pole to create this. And then all the technique that they use, you learn and create your own. I'm using this one just an example but you will create your own project okay so after you create your own project and have all your questions answered then you jump to the best part that it's learning how to teach right you have to learn how to um, help others to learn the same process that you did and the last but not least, you have to learn how to market your business, how to promote your business, um, how to promote your classes. After that, you will be ready, ready to go and inspire other artists through um, your project, through your art. I hope you have enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to join us next week for PowerCraftTV.com. Bye. Bye! See ya! Bye!